Lotus FM News with Sureshan Pillay. Six o'clock, good evening. Two people are now reported to have died following a collision between two trains near Key Road in the Eastern Cape. Three helicopters and ambulances are ferrying seriously injured passengers to hospitals around Bisho. The line is still closed as rescue personnel area continue to remove some of the injured from the wreckage. Unati Bingpose reports. The number of fatalities has climbed. Uh, we, only, we have two that have died now. And then all those who have uh, passed away, unfortunately, were members of staff uh, from both Prasa and um, uh, Fred Raid, uh, respectively. Um, and what, but, uh, a total of 62 have been uh, rushed to hospitals in and around the Buffalo City. Well, I have given a call to, to, to the guys from um, Metro Rail, and they told us uh, they have sent a team of investigators to try and establish the exact cause of this of this accident. Communications Minister Fate Mutambi says she's, her department will not be able to meet next month's analogue switch-off date. 17th June this year had been set for the migration from analogue to digital TV to be completed. Mutambi was presenting her department's budget vote in Parliament. The Broadcasting Digital Migration Program remains a flagship of the department. Utilizing our collective efforts and wisdom, we will do all we can to ensure that the migration process commence during the second quarter for this financial year. In March 2015, Cabinet approved the final amendments to the Broadcasting Digital Migration Policy. The Communications Minister also says a broadcasting digital migration awareness campaign will be launched in the next four weeks. The department will be launching a focused public awareness campaign in the next four weeks. 22 million has been identified to enable the implementation of the broadcasting digital migration awareness campaign. We anticipate to expedite the rollout of sorter boxes to be completed in the coming 18 to 24 months so that we can switch off analog signal. Burundian President Pierre Nkurunziza has announced a 10-day delay for parliamentary elections, which were due to be held next Tuesday. The African Union has been calling for a much longer postponement. Weeks of violent protests against the President's decisions to stand for third term in office have continued. The BBC's Anne Soy reports. Government spokesman Willie Nyamwite says the decision was reached following a proposal by the Electoral Commission to respond to a request from opposition parties and finally to answer calls from the region and the international community. At a meeting of Africa's Great Lakes Bloc on Tuesday, South Africa's President Jacob Zuma said the elections should be postponed indefinitely, adding to calls by the African and European unions for a delay of the exercise. And finally, five of the world's biggest banks have been fined billions of dollars for conspiring to manipulate bank rates. Barclays faces the biggest fine of $2.4 billion, which they will pay to the U.S. and British authorities. South Africa's competition board took part in the investigation and probed a number of local banks. BBC's Michelle Fleury reports. Evidence gathered by U.S. and U.K. authorities shows Barclays and four of its rivals were engaged in manipulating the biggest financial market in the world, the foreign exchange market. In Internet chat rooms, a small group of traders colluded to fix the benchmark price. In one instance, a trader wrote, If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. To settle these charges, Barclays has agreed to pay $2.4 billion. UBS is to pay $545 million. Others being fined are Royal Bank of Scotland, JP Morgan and Citigroup. 
Top story at six. Two people are now reported to have died following a collision between two trains near Key Road in the Eastern Cape. I'm Srishan Pillay, back in half an hour. It's-